But I feel like this sort of game, sort of, it's 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 a classic example of like more than the sum of its parts, or like the sum of its parts so fits so well together that that adds an extra piece. Uh, do you guys feel that way? Yeah. Nice. All right. Well, that's done. <laughs> <laughs> Scratch that off the list. Let's find the next one. <laughs> So, yeah, let's, like, introduce ourselves and stuff. I feel like at someday we have to have better intros, uh, and I should probably be responsible for that. We should all be responsible for that, but I certainly haven't done that anytime. We'll have a theme recently. song. Yeah, I can, I can try to do, like, a really professional-sounding intro here. How does that sound? It Is it just going to be you with I mean, Guile's theme in the background? No, no, it's, uh, it's, um, let's see if we can get this right the first try. Uh. Hey guys, what's up? Uh, like, comment, subscribe. Uh, this, oh, is, this is your bro Adam. I'm here. Uh, we're, we're here with the, uh, the Games Club. Yeah. Like, comment, subscribe. Please. I need it. Oh my god. <laughs> All right, man. My name is James Harold. You can uh, follow me on Twitch, Twitter, uh, YouTube at uh, Somehow Sideways. Uh, yeah. Sweet. Bro, and tell us your favorite food, bro. Okay, it's man. Candle, bro. Garlic pizza. <laughs> oh. Very nice. Okay, we're doing reverse order, so then, so you're up next. Do I have to match that level of enthusiasm? <laughs> Absolutely. Unquestionably, yes. Hi, guys. This is called my getting Zoe, viewerships. And I don't have any social media that I want to give to you guys, because I only want my friends and family to follow me, so, uh, sucks. Ha ha. And, oh. <laughs> But yeah, uh, that's my intro. My secret is that I don't use my Twitch, Twitter, or YouTube. <laughs> No, you know what's messed up about your Twitch, bro? What? Is that for some reason, James and I are friends on Twitch, and I'm not friends with anyone else on Twitch, and I never use that feature, but every once in a while, it's like late at night, and I could just see what James is watching, and it's wholly uncomfortable, because I want to just like say some weird shit like, hey man, like, <laughs> and I assume you could do the same to me, although I yeah, don't really yeah, know, so you're sure. just like, oh, you're watching uh, like a Summit roleplay stream at like two in the morning, are you going to complain about how tired you are tomorrow? It's like... <laughs> Yes, I am. Sorry. Uh, hi. Uh, oh, sorry. Uh, hey, everybody. Hey, followers. Hey. Well, God, what's a, what's a name? A group of people for our... Hey, uh, Clubberinos. <laughs> nice to see you again. Welcome, Internet. Um, I've got these number of things you can follow me on. And don't worry, we'll get right to it. But before then, I want to get a little word from our sponsors. You know? We don't have and any. Go on so, like we're done. <laughs> I know. We're right. sponsored oh, by this cactus. <laughs> Yeah, we're sponsored by anyone. Literally anyone. <laughs> like, comment, subscribe. We're starving. Yeah. yeah, I love when they ask questions about people, like, to their audience that you know they're not going to read. Like, tell me what your favorite audio program is. And it's like, like, you give up. Well, like you're going to read some comment and be like, wow, you use that one? Great, I should switch. Come on. Tell us what your right, favorite alternative to Audacity is. Yeah, exactly. And then we'll just not use it. Yeah. Like, thanks for the engagement. Exactly. <laughs> you know, thanks for the metric, bro. <laughs> um, and we, also and we have, have a guest. Linnea, tell us about yourself. Hi, I'm Linnea. Um, I don't go here. And <laughs> I only tenuously know these people. So, in, yeah. 
Awesome. I feel like that was the appropriate level of distance that you should always like set from us. Yeah. <laughs> you know? I mean, with those That's kinds like the of arm's intros, length that I feel is appropriate. With those kinds of intros, I don't want any association with you. Yeah. This is gonna be like someone's gonna be like, oh hey, this looks like my kind of thing. I like this. Let's let's try oh let's try this episode and they click on this episode and they just immediately flee. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so you know I wanna yeah, like keep my my cred, so yeah, you can't damage yeah. your online brand. No, I can't. <laughs> Makes sense. It's all yeah, about you branding. Get qualified. That's listeners. why. You know what I mean. That's why I'm somehow sideways on all uh, things branding. Dude, you know there's someone out there who's like legit got the fire within them to start like a Twitch YouTube thing, and they're just like. I wonder if I could find somehow sideways and they looked that shit up and you are there just <laughs> silently holding on to all those tags and they are mad. Yeah. They're mad. They're livid. And they're trying like, and you know, it's recommending like somehow sideways too. And they're like throwing the laptop at the window. Like, God damn it. I don't want a number after my fucking name. Those so fools. give us the intro here. What did we play? Hold on. Who's Adam? What? No, I he started already. I was the first one. He started. Guess. What the fuck? Yeah. So lost. Anyways. Um, cool. What is this game? Great start. I'm going to cut all that out. Um, <laughs> I'm just playing. I would never do that. I literally would never do that. Um, yeah, you'd literally never edit anything. So No, literally. We know, we're, we know we're safe. Yeah, as long as you know. You have to You have to enter this zone willing to have just jokes that failed, fell on their flat, like flat on their face, just sit there. In fact, the only editing I do is if people like miss jokes, um, just... I just add extra pause time. <laughs> <laughs> Afterwards. <laughs> For sure. You know, just a supportive environment here. Um, so anyways, this week, we played Donut County, uh, which is a game that I've been looking forward to playing for a while. It's kind of hard to describe. It's a very strange game. I feel like the closest comparison is like Katamari Damacy, at least from a gameplay standpoint. But the general idea is it's, you know, this really cutesy, nicely themed, cohesive, uh, you know, game about just holes in the ground that go and suck up things and suck up villages and then they're you know raccoons and they're studying the trash and it's a super bizarre weird thing but it's really fun uh and it's just like a a game that i think consistently made me sort of smile and just go like wow you guys really like you guys really put this together like you put a lot of love into this and you polished it really nicely and i appreciate all that so i guess i want to start the conversation with just a general question about or a discussion around you know, a lot of times people like to pick games apart in the sense of, like, the graphics were this good, or the storytelling was this good, or the characters were this good. But I feel like this sort of game, sort of, it's 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 a classic example of, like, more than the sum of its parts, or, like, the sum of its parts so, fits so well together that that adds an extra piece. Uh, do you guys feel that way? Yeah. Nice. All right, well, that's done. <laughs> <laughs> Scratch that off the list. Let's find the next one. <laughs> No, but to me, because like I, I think one of the the interesting maybe downsides to this game, if there if there is any uh, in my eyes, is that the gameplay is like fine, maybe a little boring at times, and some of the puzzles are like a little okay, yeah, that was basic. Um, but just about every other pillar of this game is just so over the top awesome. Like I love the aesthetic, I love you know the characters, I love the weird vignettes you get into people's lives, and. I love the the XP bar from nine to ten in the middle of nowhere. Yeah, just like just like the faux gaminess. I love all that. Um, but I was sitting there thinking, like, gosh, you know, I'm, I am a little bit disappointed with the the whole mechanic in the sense that it doesn't do what I expected it to do in the Katamari Damashi style way, where it just gets bigger and bigger 
and bigger, and eventually you're swallowing universes. And I, I was kind of expecting that, and it kept resetting me down to like a smaller hole for to show another vignette, right? To know show, show another part of the story, and I was kind of disappointed by that. Um, anyone else? I was definitely disappointed by that. I had the same expectation for. I just really wanted to like swallow the entire world eventually. <laughs> <laughs> not in a weird way um oh no we're, we're at arm's length from you as well so don't worry just say what you want <laughs> yeah um but i really liked the whole story and the whole way that the game was set up and put together like you said it felt super cohesive but i did really want like maybe in the end credits or something where you could just go around and just like swallow up the entire town and just you know become a bigger and bigger void <laughs> right because it like it almost seemed like it was uh like a little anticlimactic because like the times when your hole is as big enough to swallow complete houses like that's the entire end of the level so you swallow maybe like one huge building and then it's like complete and you're like no no wait no i wanted to swallow everything else up like i didn't want to end there so like yeah, I do agree. Like the resetting in that kind of way um, was a little anticlimactic for me as well. Hmm. Maybe yeah, I didn't come felt... into it with the same expectations, but I didn't. I didn't feel that kind of anticlimax. Um, the resetting was only like sort of a problem for me at the very end when you're like, it's kind of like it's one big scene, but it's secretly like three or four levels strung together. Um, when just right at the very end there. Right. Uh, and that was the only place where I felt kind of miffed about the whole size resetting. I think elsewise, it was perfectly fine. Because like a lot of these kinds of games where you just swallow more and more and it becomes exponentially easier to swallow more and more, um, it, it kind of flies off to infinity way too rapidly and then you're just done. Like if they hadn't been resetting the size of the holes, the game would have ended quite rapidly. Well, in terms of the story they were trying to tell, yeah. But like... I think in general. I went back and then played Katamari Damacy after I finished Donut County. And it's so satisfying. Because you start <laughs> off, you know, with a bigger and bigger Katamari. And then by the end, you're making the moon. And you're just like rolling around and picking up buildings and small land masses. And it's so satisfying. <laughs> and there's just more and more to pick up. Like you could just keep going. So I've never played I don't think Katamari Damacy. <clears throat> it's so unique and it's so bizarre and it's so fun. Like it's just it's a beautiful thing. Absolutely worth playing. I feel like at any time. So it holds up, right? Definitely, yeah. It was my awesome. first time playing and that was this year and it came out like over ten years ago. What uh how did you play it? I played on a Switch. Oh, okay, cool. Because um, they like just remastered it last year for the Switch. Is that Katamari Damacy Reroll? Yeah. Mm, yeah. Okay. It's also available Which, on PC. Highly recommended. Nice. You should go play it. Which I think brings up actually just something we should get at really, because uh, I think there might be quite a bit of uh, disparity here, but what devices did everyone play this game on? Because it's on mobile and it's on Switch and it's on, I swear, like, this coffee machine that they have in my hotel room. So <laughs> I'm just curious, what do you guys play this on? Uh, I've, I played I've, it on uh, my just mobile device. 
Um, I was on PC. I played I, it on a Mac and had a very weird bug. I played it on my phone. Okay. And I played it on the Switch. What was the bug? What was the bug? <laughs> so, this was, it was really weird. It happened at every, like, between almost every level um, where they do a pan down to the fire circle. It The game would just get stuck. And it wouldn't pan all the way and I couldn't do anything about it um, mm. and the game would just stop and usually eventually it would kind of like stutter through the pan all the way down to the, the circle around the fire but um, we actually Dan and I figured out a workaround to that which is if you pause the game right before it starts the pan and you just like pop like unpause and pause it really fast it'll it'll work <laughs> but you have to like speed really, strats, bro. <laughs> you have to really be pausing and unpausing until it gets through that pan because otherwise it'll just stop the game so it's like an apm strat huh <clears throat> yeah have you guys seen those speedrun strats where they're trying to like line up a perfect frame trick and so they're hitting like spamming the pause menu and if you do it fast enough, you can get every frame of the game <laughs> yeah essentially <laughs> that <laughs> that's awesome <laughs> Well, it's nice to know that you had like just some crazy hack. Like so, I probably would have just looked so at weird. it. And... Adam thought it was like a particle effects thing. And I like turned down the graphics quality and everything. And it was still messing things up. And it was really frustrating because it was in a cutscene, So like there's no user input anyway. Yeah, it's just like, it's funny because it runs on people's phones. So surely like it should be able to run on your computer. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> How was the experience on the phones? I'm curious. Was it good? It was all right. Yeah, I thought um, it was fine. It was a little small for me, I think. But that's how most mobile games are for me. I mean, so it has the classic mobile game issue of, like, your finger is just covering a third of the screen. Yeah. Um, but it, it wasn't so much of an issue in this game. Um, because, I mean... Like, the parts with gameplay, it doesn't really matter. <clears throat> and then the parts with story, you, you're not clicking stuff. Um, very much. Um, I thought it was great uh, as a mobile game. Um, really. Uh, the whole uh, thing about, like, resetting didn't really bother me. Um, but that might be because I was actually comparing it to another game than Katamari, which is Hole.io. Oh. Um, I was going to bring that up. There's a whole scandal. <clears throat> oh, boy. There's a There's scandal drama there. There's drama in this podcast, huh? Hole.io yeah. is, like, in the continuation of all of those, like, .io games. Like, Agar.io and whatever else there were but slither slither.io that's right that's one of them um but in that like you're a hole in a city and against like 50 other holes and that are also controlled by players and you um you like try and become the biggest hole <clears throat> and eat all the other holes, but then it resets, 
And so it kind of felt like that to me. Um, like it's not just a continuous thing until you die. Um, so that's that was my comparison point, so it didn't bother me. Okay. So tell us about this scandal. All right. So first of all, um, you said that it's multiplayer against other holes. That's actually a lie. It's actually all bots. They just want you to think it's multiplayer. You know, that makes a lot of sense, and I kind of thought that it might be that. <laughs> just That's what Counter-Strike is, too, by the way. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> that one. <laughs> okay, so Hold.io is created by this company called Voodoo Games. And Voodoo Games is known for creating just lots of clones of games. Like, they created a Flappy Bird clone called Flappy Dunk. They created a ridiculous fishing clone called the Fishmaster, and they created a desert golfing clone called Infinite Golf. Um, and basically, yeah, they just take games that have become popular or will become popular or something, and then they create a clone and try and, you know, put it out there faster. And they basically just like uh, figured out how to market themselves and like get all the publicity and everything. Um, and they're actually invested in by Goldman Sachs, $200 yeah, of million, they are. but $200 million. So they have a lot of money <laughs> and they said, and I quote, we are experts at buying cheap installs in big numbers. Thanks to our mobile growth team. So they're consistently on the top of like the game charts for mobile games just because they know how to game the system. Um, and so the creator of Donut County, Ben Esposito, he claimed that Hole.io was copied off of Donut County because he had been working on Donut County for like five years or something. And right before it was about to, you know, officially be released, Hole.io gets released. And um, apparently like the textures or something that's used, can you can just buy it the textures for like $20 um, in like a texture pack. And so uh, Ben Esposito was like super frustrated by all of that. And he was like, this is like a really small, Donut County is a really small independent game. And, you know, this could really make a, like ruin me almost. Um, yeah. So, yeah. Uh, there's the same there's, thing happened with Lambeer who did Ridiculous Fishing. It was the same story with them. There's a pretty dramatic difference between Hole.io and this game. Uh, yes. Well, there's a number of dramatic differences. One of them is that this one has a story, which is good. <clears throat> uh, and the other, yeah. and, and Hole.io has no story. Uh, and it's also bad. I mean, it's just a bad <laughs> game. <laughs> so the primary difference is, let me see if I can break this down for yeah. James. The primary difference is, is that Donut County is good and Hobalio is bad? Yes, facts. Okay, yeah. cool. That's Thank exactly you. what I said. Yeah. Um, they, uh, <laughs> there are like ads all over the place in Hole.io. Um, and uh, yeah, I mean, I don't know. I guess it's a little bit more replayable. But frustrating because of all the ads. I played it for a I while like... when I didn't have a job. <laughs> so I was just like sitting around <laughs> doing nothing all day. <laughs> you were looking at the app store and you were like, 
clash of kings of royale of holes. Exactly. I love it. Exactly. <laughs> I feel like Donut County, though, is like a perfect example of a game that like you could not steal. Like you could steal the mechanic. And that could be devastating in of itself. But you can't steal the character this game has. You would simply not be <clears throat> capable if, you know, you'd have to be good. Yeah. The To me, the primary selling point of, of Donut County is, like, the gameplay is okay. The whole, um, your whole, you go around swallow things up. Like, that's fun to see your whole growing. And the puzzles are, you know, they're pretty minimal. But it's like, kind of doesn't matter because it's just goofy and fun. Like, this game is not a hardcore game. And I think it accomplishes its goals well but like the major strong suits are like in the uh the way they did the animation and the um the aesthetics of the game are on point and the writing is really 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 good like all of the writing hits exactly that like millennial zeitgeist like everything feels like it's texting or a tumblr post or something like that but they do it you know it's all like the good tumblr posts if you will right um like people are saying lol out loud and stuff like that in, in what would otherwise be considered inappropriate times and like the trashpedia is just super well written and like to me was the most fun part of the game uh, was reading about all the items as described by a raccoon i love the trashpedia so much the, the thing was so like the first level i played um I actually didn't read the Trashpedia because I thought it was a lot like Katamari and that it just kind of tells you like, here are the things you rolled up. Girl, dog, trash can. But then the second one, I was like, you know, I'll like pop this open. And I was like, oh my God, I need to go back. I need to read everything all over again because it is very creative the ways that they describe some of the things. Yeah. Yeah, that's just, like, all of the stuff around the edges in this game is great. All of it. Like, even, like, the music on that score screen, when you're about to hit the Trashpedia, but you're, like, falling down the hole, and you just see, like, the main character of the vignette just, like, falling down there, and it's, like, that, like, accomplishment. Like, oh, I beat the level. Like, this is great. I can't wait to go read the Trashpedia and just enjoy all the weirdness around all these. Have a garbage day. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, I, like... I was like, like kind of torn with this game because I felt like everything around the outside was so fantastic and I just found the actual game to be kind of boring, mm. <laughs> like, to be honest. And I was just sitting there like, oh, you know, because I, I, was, I, I was on the plane, I was with my Switch, and I was, which by the way, Switch is a great place to play this game because you can both use the analog sticks, but you can also use the touchpad. You can do whatever you want. Um, so that's nice. Uh, but it was just like this weird case of like, I'd play it for like the first hours. Like this is a, just charming all the way through. And then I was like, okay, yeah, I'll play it for maybe another hour. And after that, I was like, ah, I think I'm kind of done. I don't know if I really want to play any more of this. And then I switched to this other game called Enter the Gungeon. Yep. Which is a very bizarre, like, like, I can't even begin to, it's a roguelike game that is like a celebration of the gun in a sort of cutesy way. Like, you get like, there's one of the bosses called the Trigger Twins, and it's these two bullets that like hobble around and try to shoot at you. It's like a very bizarre, like fun, silly game. But the contrast with that game is that that game was, like, aggressively fun. Uh, at least at the beginning. I was like, oh, this is awesome. I'm dodging bullets, whatever. And I'm, I've got a shotgun shell that shoots out shotguns as opposed to a shotgun that shoots out shotgun shells. Like, it's just, like, super odd and silly. And it was just like, oh, this is really fun. And then I'll go back to Donut County and I'm like, oh, this is really lovely mm. around the outside. But this is not aggressively fun. 
Um, I, yeah, I think there's just very two very different audiences. Enter the Gungeon is very much like a hardcore kind of game. McCoy, you play like Counter Strike and stuff, so you're you're no stranger to, you know, games literacy and you know knowing how to move and fight and do these timing based challenges and things like that. Um, Donut County, I think, is like yeah, the mechanics are simple enough, but you know it's really accessible. Pretty much anyone could get through this game. Um, it teaches you very, very slowly. Uh, like when you get the catapult like halfway through or something like that, so you can spit things out of the hole, and that opens up a few, few more puzzle designs that they can do. Um, and there's one other thing you unlock way later in the game, isn't there? The quadcopter, right? Oh no, you destroy the quadcopter. Uh, Never there's mind. There's like the, the snake. Yeah, there's the snake, and then you can put water in there as well. Mm. Oh yeah, yeah. <clears throat> they, they introduce a number of mechanics, but they're all like really quite simple mechanics. Um, and then there's the the last couple of levels are kind of like a trial of where you're paying attention. Um, but you know, it's really simple and like by the books puzzle design. Uh, but it really works, and it kind of is irrelevant. It's just that this game is, I think, meant to be accessible to a, a very wide audience, which fits with why it goes on Switch and on iPad and on your phone and on PC. Like, anyone could play this game, both from a technical sense, unless you have Linnea's computer, and <laughs> from a uh, like a games literacy stance. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah. Like I mean, I kept thinking, like, you know, if I had a young kid, which I don't, by the way, but if I did, um, this would be great for them. Like, it's, you know, they're going to be safe in this world. They're not going to, like, find some crazy Easter egg where the, the everyone's nude or something. Like, you know, it's just going to be, like, <laughs> simple and fun and, and enjoyable and silly, and that's that's great. Do you um, think that they would get the allusions to tech bro culture in, in San Francisco? Do you think that they would pick up on that theme? <laughs> How old are we talking here? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, let's actually go with how old are, how old are you and did you pick up on that? Um, if I said no, how do you, do you still respect me? <laughs> uh, well, okay, still respect you is weird because I didn't. Um, oh, but... perfect. <laughs> nice. No, um, I actually I was curious about your your take on that since you are a San Franciscan and a tech San bro, Franciscite, and well, I guess kind of kind of a tech bro, but you were not a transplant, right? So, like, let me let me give you my pitch as to why this game is about that. Right? Please. Or do you guys already see it now that I've mentioned it? Give us the pitch. Uh, sure. So, like, throughout the first, like, half or two-thirds of the game, you are, you know, opening up holes and, and ruining these, ruining the lives and homes of all these people who... Oh, I see it now. No ...own <laughs> small businesses, and um, this is all being done through this app that basically the raccoon conglomerate, raccoon mafia, I don't really know, um, have decided to put out. Um, so you order a donut from the raccoons and then they eat your house. Um, and then in the end you kind of see, you come out back out, out of the hole and you can see that they built the city and they've got like the Hollywood letters, but it spells like donut County or raccoon city or something like that in the background. Um, and there's like the like mustache twisting really evil raccoon overlord. Um, not quite, but he's clearly a capitalist. So same thing, right? Um, and like he's even got his like like he's his hand stuck in a pickle jar because he won't let go of a pickle it's like wow okay um and it's basically to me it reads as these raccoons have come into a place that used to be full of unique fun people and by using technology and these apps basically uh, they have 
displaced all the locals and kind of ruined the local culture and replaced it with a bunch of raccoons. Um, and you know, they're, they're, yeah, it's been two weeks since we played this game cause we had to skip recording. So I'm not getting a hundred percent of the details here, but, um, bro, that was behind the curtain magic. Unacceptable. <laughs> ah, yes. All the magic that our podcast has. <laughs> um, but does that read to you guys that way? Because that's what I picked up out of it. I mean, now that you mention it, yeah, I can see it. I guess I didn't really think of it as really going that deep as I was playing it. I honestly just thought it was a cute little narrative. But, you know, after your interpretation, I can definitely see where that's coming from. Well, it was definitely how I read it as I was playing it. I was like, this is an allegory, this entire story. They even have quadcopters in there. (laughs) Yeah. Quadcopters and iPads, and like the the raccoons are very much tech bros. That's fascinating. I didn't see them. The setting is definitely California, but I could definitely see like technology, like being responsible for coming into this like cute town. I could definitely see that, you know, and just like bigger cities, like just eating up smaller cities and stuff like that. I'm not sure if I got all the way to like this dude works at my company and he's a jerk, Um, (laughs) but maybe close. yeah, and they do it in such a like a cutesy, like subtle way. I mean, it's not subtle, but it's like such a cutesy way. Like this is not like an aggressive horror story. Like you know, the people that are destroyed are living around this campfire, like nine hundred and ninety nine or whatever feet below, and hanging out, just being like, "Yeah, what did happen over there? Okay, yeah, uh huh." So it's like you know, definitely not just like the the wasteland of 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 people. Uh-oh. I don't know. I don't know. Did you get like did anyone else? I'm curious, James, did you see that? Um I I didn't, to be honest, but I like it as a reading of the story. Um I think uh part of why I didn't do a lot of reading into the story is because um I played the last half of it um on a the second half of a very long car trip that started at six in the morning um for my job so i just was exhausted (laughs) and like oh look at the funny animals (laughs) for half of the story like it's really funny though that like the two people on computer like saw more of the game maybe in that way yeah i don't know if it really is a screen size thing but it just happens to be the way the, the chips fall but it no, is funny, like especially yeah. on... To note, we were playing it simultaneously and discussing with each other as we went. Oh yeah, cross-pollinating ideas. Gotcha, gotcha. Is it? Should we outlaw that? No. <laughs> it, don't, this is the first time I've done it. This is something you do every week. <laughs> yeah, that's what I was thinking. There is something um, to be said though about like I feel like when I play a game where it's like keyboard, mouse, and screen. I feel like I kind of I do kind of look for those meetings in those games whereas with mobile games I'm always just kind of like I don't know like laid back in a chair I'm not sitting in an upright position playing this so like maybe it's like a combination of just like the lax atmosphere and then you're also just kind of t- tapping on the, your phone the same way that you tap on social media and therefore you don't your brain doesn't really switch on that 
portion of your brain that wants to analyze. I wonder if that, I, I would be interested to like see if there were any studies done on that. I do think it's interesting. That's, I could see it though. Yeah. I hope. And especially it's like smaller. I'm oh, sorry, go ahead. I was just oh, saying it, it puts you in a different headspace. Yeah, especially when the thing is so small. Like I feel like the people who played it on the phone, Switch is a little bigger than the phone, but it's not like a lot bigger than the phone. But you know, like when it's that small, like how easy it is is it to really get into that world and like understand the ramifications of it, or is it just this thing that's entertaining you a little? Right. Like to to note, this game really does not beat you over the head with these things. Like it's it's pretty subtle, and like it only really shows up at the very end, um, as like a you know, it kind of comes together during like one or two of the speeches that the Trash King, the raccoon leader, the CEO, uh, gives you. Um, yeah, I don't know. I think it's kind of throughout the whole thing. But again, I took it like an allegory. So like, unless you are reading into it, or if you, unless you think to read into it, then it's just a fun story. Yeah. Yeah. It definitely was just a fun story to me, but I definitely, like, I see those things. And I'm like, oh, yeah, huh. It was so weird. Like, I played it so practically because I was on the plane and I was like, entertain me now. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and it was great for that. Um, but it was just like a funny thing of like sitting there, like, that's not normally how I play my games. You know, normally I like have a lot of presence and I sit down at my station, if you will, in front of my massive television. And I'm just like, all right, all right, we're doing this now. But this was more like, Okay, yes. So I've got everything I need. Okay, did I pack everything I need? Okay, okay, okay. Let's just like pass some time. Um, and you know, it kind of works for all these things. It's a it's a nice omni <laughs> omni ability for that game to just be, you know, good for all sorts of of different applications, including people who are sitting there going like, I'm reading the themes. Like people made fun of my cat lady interpretations. Like I'm ready to like come. <laughs> 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 <clears throat> I love how nobody actually listens. So there's no one that actually made. I I can just make that up. I can just say people said that, and that's like enough. <laughs> <laughs> and the thing that's is all. that no one will call you on it either because there's no one to call you on it. Exactly. Perfect. Like, yeah, I wonder exactly. if you went back now and replayed the game, if you would think that it had more substance if you were like looking for more meaning in the story. Yes. Yeah, and it's what's interesting is that, you know, I definitely didn't get all like like that le level of depth from it, but I was actually like very impressed by and like satisfied with what I did get out of the characters and the and the interactions and stuff. So like, I could see that maybe in a a different game, like missing that stuff would be like okay, now I didn't actually like it. But what's fascinating to me is like I loved all that stuff regardless. Like it was still like a really fun. Uh, like just world to run around in the characters and it was silly and so appreciated all that so yeah. yeah i probably would but what i mean I is right. i know you said that you weren't super thrilled with the gameplay itself and i wonder if mm -hmm. approaching it as more of like an allegorical story and then there's just also these interludes where you're swallowing up this person's home mm. in kind of like the veil of gentrification if that would then make it more intriguing i guess or something i would say yes probably because i was thinking a little bit about this with the cat lady right as the direct comparison to me in my eyes because i was thinking about one of the main things to me was that the gameplay like you said was not as interesting to me but it's not like i really am sitting here and making the claim that the cat lady's gameplay was like 
super interesting to me either. But because I was so invested in the other pieces, it made it a more enjoyable experience overall. In fact, it like trumped all the other experiences like by an like you know ten times. So I think there's definitely something to be said for that. <laughs> yeah, I was kind of hoping that you would pick up on it since you are a San Francisco native, pretty much, right? Uh, yes, North San Francisco, and you know we make that distinction because it's important to us. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> It's like when people are like, oh, yeah, you're from, like, California, and you're like, Northern California, bro. Not Southern California, because there's savages down there. Um, I mean, California is enormous. It's like 15 states. You're from California. Oh, L.A. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) And I'm like, no, well, sort of. I mean, a lot of things are similar. We definitely still have traffic, and we definitely still have, like, all sorts of industry that's really annoying. But, yeah, yes, we're different, we think. You know, we're closer to Oregon. That's what it really is. We're closer to Oregon, so we chill out a little bit, I think is what, what it is in Northern California. <laughs> um, yeah. I didn't quite see that as the same allegory when I was playing through it, but I definitely did pick up on themes of like... I mean, so it's about donuts, which are kind of this huge fad right now. What do you mean by that? Um, I mean, like, fancy donuts... Is like a thing at the moment. Oh, I see. A huge fad. Yeah, it's a huge fad. Okay. <clears throat> and I there's a huge bad. No, no, no. <laughs> no. Um, it's also a thing that's huge been like, gentrified in a way, right? Like you go from what? buying your like dollar donut at the coffee shop to then like, here's a fully loaded donut that's going to cost you $12. And you're like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And like, I live around the corner from this like, famous donut store in the boston area and like a dozen donuts is like 25 dollars or maybe more than that it might be like 30 bucks and like that it feels insane to me and i eat one of their donuts and i'm like this is fine it's it's a donut like (laughs) (laughs) yeah oh man james please don't ever visit me in california I live in this place. <laughs> but like not only is san francisco bad fine i'm sure we all have cities that are bad and they're somewhat comparable but to me particularly the town that i actually live is like the worst of that where it's all expensive but the quality isn't there like it's not even good it's like actively bad <laughs> and it's just for i guess just well-off people that have lost their taste buds i guess i mean like, you know we don't live in that area but we're surrounded enough that they can like sustain on like just the worst food possible for like alarmingly expensive <laughs> it's, it's artisanal so and organic and all natural yeah they, they like don't even like pretend they're like you well if they use all natural as a term because i think it has like no like legal binding or at least it's my understanding but yeah like it's not organic like they don't even pretend it's organic they just sort of like have a leaf on their poster you know? <laughs> god that pisses me off so much this is a major aside but um i was looking at a pringles can the other day and they have a little recycling symbol on it and like that's weird. This doesn't look like it should be recyclable. And I Google it because it's unclear because, it, you know, next to the recycling symbol, it says it's like made of 50% post-consumer waste or something. And like, uh, and then I Google it. And it's like, can you recycle these? And it's like, nope, fuck you. <laughs> this is the like, end of the line for these Pringles. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's like, fuck. <laughs> okay. No, it really is like that. It's like, we have all these places that are called like farm, whatever, like farm, farm to table. Sh- shop. Yeah, but it was, it, they're trying to evoke that idea, but they, like, in no way execute on that idea. 
it's just farm sh- shop and it's like $13 burgers and you're like I could have gone to McDonald's and I would have had an equally good burger and yet this is $13 and you pretended like it was healthy the whole time I swear one time I saw a 100% natural silicone spatula <laughs> what does that mean what does that what is that is that good yeah when it comes to spatulas i I like i'm okay with an unnatural spatula if it gets the job done (laughs) yeah Yeah, sorry i I just gotta go pluck some spatulas off of the spatula tree out here (laughs) yeah exactly i know it's so did you did you order a 100 percent natural spatula and you know what i don't think i did get a hole instead (laughs) yes yeah i actually live in a pit now (laughs) not bad just kidding i always lived in a pit (laughs) dude for some reason i couldn't get this idea out of my head and i don't even think it holds any water at all so it's essentially like the hole from this story but i kept thinking like was this just a, a like a, my first thought that I just never let go of? Was this just a raccoon's like misunderstanding of what a donut is? Like, because <laughs> of all the trashpedia stuff, I was like, okay, so they just thought a donut is the hole right in the middle, and so they really do think they're delivering donuts to people, and so it's just one of those things lost in translation between species, you know, and that they're just trying to be good guys. Um, I really don't think that's the correct interpretation, but it does give me joy to think about it every once in a while. So I, <laughs> I definitely had a lot of questions about all of that. Like, cause in the end they were talking about, well, throughout the whole thing, they were just talking about trash and how they like trash and collecting trash. And so it seemed like when people ordered a donut, then the raccoons thought that they wanted trash collected or something like it was a euphemism and then they would collect everything there i'm not really sure it was a little unclear (laughs) the raccoons definitely thought that you know everything it's like oh we were just you know picking up all your weird trash that you keep in your weird trash houses so the raccoons thought that just everything was trash yeah and they also love trash too which is like hilarious like just that whole concept of just being like oh yeah we love trash what are you talking about like we think Every person has their own unique set of trash, and we're trying to collect it all so we can study it and recreate it. Like, <laughs> it's awesome. I love it. But, oh, God. Sorry. The thing I wanted to say is that James, this entire two-week period, now that we've broken the curtain, man, let's pull it back. Let's just look. We'll look, look at Oz. <laughs> um, but anyways, uh, James was texting me with this. I don't know how you got this, James, but maybe if you buy it on your phone or maybe it's separate, you'll have to tell us. There's these, like, emoji, like, text messages oh, you can send emoji. to people. Yes. You know what I mean? Like, and they're fucking so James adorable. Just, <laughs> yeah. So there's like all this like tr- like a tr- like a you know a trash can with like a raccoon upside down like playing on his phone like he's just chilling and like hearts coming out of that. So James is just sending me this all week. It's so funny. <laughs> God, it's lovely. Like that alone is like that's worth the thumb, right? I mean, it's gotta be. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. One of the the very beginning of this game um, before you even get to the holes is you know you zoom in on like a texting conversation between uh the this girl and her raccoon friend and um you can just like send a duck it's like the facebook's thumbs up thing right it's just like an emoji and there's just a big old duck button and you can send ducks and they'll just send ducks back and it's like it's exactly what happens in the real life i have two friends who 
have for months now just sent each other the smirk emoji. That's all. They don't talk anymore. They just send the smirk emoji back and forth. <laughs> That's their communication now. Like this is this is very much in the zeitgeist. <laughs> By the way, James is f- like flooding me now with these <laughs> <messages>. <laughs> I'd like pull the phone off the desk because it's like vibrating. I know the mic's picking up, but yeah, I'm just like, oh god, it's awesome. It was, yeah, cute I was definitely though. impressed yeah. with their writing for the texting. Okay. Yeah. Very realistic. Mm-hmm. Did like, you guys? They use in jamming well and all the other like capitalization correctly like even when they're talking to each other they would do like what but they would do you know capital w capital h lowercase a and t uh even when it wasn't a texting conversation yeah they just had that easy like did you guys notice if you use the the duck emoji right like which is like your one emoji you get in the text conversation if you use that back like often they'll send it back uh, except if you did it with the trash king when he's like awkwardly like BK or whatever is awkwardly talking to the trash king and he's really embarrassed about it. You send him an emoji and the dude just doesn't respond with anything. Yeah. <laughs> like gives you no love. And then like he types out a response for a little while and you're like, oh shit, where's this going? And then it just like drops out. <laughs> what, what I read that as is was that this guy was like the uncool CEO kind of person who's like, you know, like 50 or whatever and doesn't understand these things really all that much. Like, he's not a part of the culture. He's just profiting from it. But well, That's I'll what it came off to me as. And that could actually be true, but definitely BK in the story, like, comments afterwards, like, oh, dude, he's mad. Like, because you can feel through... You know, it's just funny. Like, humans try their best to use this technology to communicate with each other and to try to extract, like, actual useful information about how the other person is feeling through it and it's a difficult exercise but you do try and so they had like they had a really good sense of how to evoke certain feelings you get through text message technology in order to be like god what are they thinking right now like how's this going over um so it's very cute uh i just yeah i totally agree this is lovely i don't know that that part was like really fun because then i would go back to literally just texting people and i was like huh this is not so far off to be honest (laughs) i don't talk like that but they had they had a super good grasp of like so there have been a lot of interesting writings about this, about how um, like the way we communicate with each other via text has really changed over the last couple of years just because of the proliferation of texting and stuff. And emojis, so like bro. saying lol and saying haha and uh, all these various ways that you can do various things and even um, breaking a text message up into several pieces, like just sending um on its own line and then sending a separate message to explain why you just said um. Um, sends a different message than just saying sending it all as one message and like people have gotten really good at communicating these ideas through this particular set of things and they'd like the writers of Donut County um, or writer maybe um, just went through and used like everything in in that book and they used it really really well Uh, so you could really feel the um, I guess emotionality of of the speakers really easily and like the social implications really easily through this text um, although they did actually technically have text-to-voice in this game. I don't know if you guys picked up on that, mm-hmm. but the characters would try badly um, to enunciate all the all the words that were typing out on the screen in like this really high-pitched, cartoony voice. It's like, it just sounds like the... the that kind of thing you usually see when people are typing in games, but it actually is them saying things. Oh, really? Wait, you're saying like that was like a setting that was done? Or are you saying that was just having all the time? 
No, that was the default. So, like, if you go okay, and you yeah. just, like, scroll through some text, uh, you can hear them, you know, mispronouncing things usually because it's a really simple text-to-speech algorithm. Um, but it's, and, you know, it's not really something you're supposed to pay attention to necessarily because it's so garbled and warped that it's not really helpful. But it is there. Okay. Yeah, so I, I thought, thought, I thought you meant it was, like, very clear. And I was just like, because I definitely heard like the garbled stuff, but I thought you meant it was like, oh yeah, dude, you just flip a switch and then they just talk to you. I'm like, what? <laughs> no, 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 yeah. Yeah, the garbled was was um, was actual words, though, which I didn't pick up on until like the very end. Like, so it's sort of like Celeste in that way. Uh, yeah, I think Celeste did the same thing or very similar. I can't quite remember. Wow. Well, James has stopped sending me messages. I wonder if that's a sign. <laughs> um. <clears throat> yeah, I put, a, I put a duck emoji in the Discord chat and no one's responded yet. I'm very disappointed. I feel very slighted. You should. You should. All right, here, I'm going to respond now. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I don't know. I'm really glad we played this game. It was really fun and I've heard a lot about it. And you, when you hear enough like about a game like this, I feel like you have to like give it a shot. And I, I had a feeling it was going to be really polished like the sense that i got from it is it's really polished and it wins just about everyone over at least in some way and that you appreciate it um i just i do think it's funny though that the people who compared it to Kamatamari, like or well at least like zoe and i i'm actually not sure Lena, did you were you disappointed by the whole getting smaller again you said yeah you said you were right i'm saying i liked it for the purposes of the story but what i wanted was in the end credits instead of just flying around the town in a quadcopter, I wanted a last hole where you go around and it's like a sandbox where you can just go around and like engulf everything. Mm, well, yeah. if, if you don't mind supporting villains, you can just play hole.io. <laughs> I tried that. It was not very fun. It's not a good <laughs> game. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's true. A bad game made by bad people, funded by bad people. Yeah. I think the thing that was like, and I, it was, it's by my own personal preference, but what I was kind of disappointed in was that there was technically no way to fail each level. Like each level, you just sort of play through and sure, there's some logic puzzles in there, but it's really not to the detriment of the whole itself. It's just, you have to do things in a particular order. Um, but you know, things that you toss around always get replenished. Things that you, you know, accidentally screw up, it's easy to redo it again. Um, so really, there's like no way to fail. And I think part of the fun that Katamari had that Donut County didn't was that failure. Now, granted, Katamari's theme is like you're a puny prince trying to please your disapproving father. So you know if you fail, then your dad's going to shoot lasers at you and call you every name in the book. Um, but, <laughs> oh, that's dark. Um, yeah, true, to, true to real life, yeah. But yeah, like for this one, like it was just a little bit, it was definitely more zen, I'd say, than Katamari. Like, yeah. In that you you can't fail, um, and maybe also the thing that's different that I would have appreciated more was just if the levels were longer in some sort of way. Because Katamari, like the shortest level, is only like three minutes long, but I think when you roll up to be the size of the moon, like that is a thirty-minute level. So you're thirty minutes of just 
watching yourself get bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger and you get some sort of satisfaction to that. Whereas I'd say like max completing a level in Donut County was probably like five minutes or less. So the Mm. levels just kind of felt short to me. Um, I almost kind of wish there was like a longer level that panned out more across the world for you to get bigger as, but I think that's just kind of where my, where my opinions lie. It was a very enjoyable game for sure, but I kind of was like left wanting more levels or just more gameplay. Yeah. I feel like that's kind of a mobile thing. Don't you think like that feels like kind of like a mobile thing? Like, oh, it's bite-sized level sort of conceit. Like, yeah. I feel like as part of a mass mess, uh, mass effort, you know, to get this out to everyone, we, you know, cut a level short. And I, I'm with you. Like, I, I really would have loved longer, crazier levels where, like, you start sucking up pencils and then eventually you're sucking up buildings. Like, that's just, I don't know. I don't know. I just, I, I don't know why. It's like, maybe it's all me, but I just, I wanted that coming in, did not get that, and was just sort of sad. Yeah, like I, th- I think if you want that, then I mean, you you can always go and play Katamari Damacy. Like to me, this game wasn't trying to be Katamari Damacy. Like it has some mechanical similarities and a little bit of overlap, but it's to me when I look at a game, I try to look at like who is this for, and this game is for people who are you know not really gamers, so to speak, like who don't play Counter Strike, um, and like uh, another friend of ours, Anna, really, really loves this game um, because it's it's like she's not really much of a gamer, but it's really accessible. So people like her can play and enjoy this game. Um, so I think that we aren't necessarily the correct audience for it. And asking this game to be something different to appeal to a different... It's like asking this game to appeal to a different audience and change its core identity in a lot of ways. Uh I don't think that's wholly appropriate. Um, I think it would have been kind of fun, but I don't think that... I think it kind of misses the point. Not exactly, but do you guys get what I'm saying with that? Yeah, and I mean, I agree with you on that. Like, throughout these two weeks, I had my mom download it, and now she won't stop sending me hacker possum emojis. Um, (laughs) (laughs) The possum, the hacker possum was our favorite character. Um, But yeah, like... For her, like, this game was perfect. And like I said, she's, like, no gamer herself either. She likes to play a lot of mobile games. um, And she found some of the puzzles to be, like, sort of challenging. Like, not so much so that, like, she was stuck on it for a long time. But, like, they were definitely, like, puzzles that I was more easily able to glide through and such so yeah i do agree with you that like perhaps i'm just not the audience for this and you're right like to ask for something different would take away from the game um you know really i'm just wishing that there was more of this game um (laughs) but i guess length is also something you have to consider with audience i feel like they were very married narratively like like narratively this game was was driven so it was going to be like vignettes on people and so that's kind of like why the whole resetting is there like it's it's not about the game as much as it is about telling that that story but i do i do wonder though like you know okay maybe we're not the audience for this that's fair enough for me but i do wonder like would 
would a level that was slightly longer that involved swallowing massive buildings or towns like would that be not fun for Zoe's mom? Like I just think like that just sounds like raw fun to me. I feel like everyone can appreciate that. Maybe I'm wrong to say that, but I just feel like that's just crazy and cool and, it, and the mechanic would not be more challenging. That's like the key is that as that progresses it's actually no more difficult. It's in fact the same thing, but it's just the sense of what you're actually doing in the world increases and increases and increases. So I feel like Eh, why not throw it in there? Uh, and I have an answer to that, I think. Um, I obviously can't speak to what the designers were thinking. Uh, but games... So when planning out a game, I'm pretty sure that people tend to t- discuss like what a typical play session is. So like you know, League of Legends takes 30 to 40 minutes or whatever to play a game. Uh, Apex Legends is probably somewhere... Well, a, a game session for Apex Legends is a little bit different. Apex Legends takes two seconds. minutes... You drop, you die instantly, or die. <laughs> but then you as, go as you know, again, we never right? got good at it. And you play yeah. for like 45 minutes or two hours or whatever. All right, that's fair. Yeah. So, like, I think to change, like, if you had a level in this game that did take half an hour, like, that could be a problem for some people. So, like, if you sit down and you're like, I'm going to play a little bit of Donut County, and you pull out your iPad, you're on the bus, you're like, I can always, I've, I've finished every level up until now on my bus ride to work, so sure, this should be fine, and then the level takes half an hour, and you're like, wait, but how do I, and you like have to pause it, and your iPad runs out of batteries or something. Like, I think having the, the typical play session and like when you expect people to be playing the game, uh, I think having that as consideration is really important. And I think having a level that lasted like half an hour, like they would have had to include a warning or something to tell you that this level is longer, and that would feel really weird. Like, I, I think that they did it right with not having a really big... Like, maybe they could have had a sandbox mode, but I think that kind of would have been pointless, in my opinion. I have two things. One, I don't think a sandbox mode would have been pointless. This is what I wanted. Again, like, once you finish the story part of the game, so you can just go around the town. Um, because I had a very different feeling playing this game versus Katamari Damacy. Um, playing Donut County... It just felt like a transient experience. Like uh, someone said Zen, I think it was Zoe. Um, But yeah, just like going around and you just start to like, it's almost meditative. And so that would have just been super nice in the town. And like, I would play that multiple times. I would go play it now. Um, Hmm. Versus Katamari Damacy, there's, it's anxiety inducing because you have this timer (laughs) and like the king is yelling at you um and you're trying to make the katamari a certain size to like please your father and then when you like the last minute alarms are blaring and it's just really stressful (laughs) um so i think just like as a bonus thing once you finish the game having a mode where you can just go around the town and for however long you want until the town is just devoid of anything that'd be very pleasing and secondly zoe you were talking about how you wanted to be able to fail have you tried failing during the boss fight uh so i guess let's i guess you make a good point i forgot that that level you can technically fail because it's like a boss battle of sorts um yeah i did not try failing though with that one is it it's quite fun (laughs) i went back and failed during the boss fight and it was very entertaining 
Really? Okay. I guess yeah. I'll have to try to do that then. <laughs> try to fail. That's a new one. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, because like it halves your health each time, but I guess eventually you you do fail. It does. Or... Yeah, I noticed that there was an achievement for failing the boss fight. There's one for like not getting hit ever and just winning. There's one for regular winning, and there's one for failing. So I was like, oh, what if I try failing? And it was really cute. So would recommend going back and failing the boss fight. I failed it by putting it down after the boss fight started and forgetting that it was running when talking to people. <laughs> and you were just playing Dota Auto Chess at the same time, too. Like... No, this was during my car ride. Yeah. Yeah, because you had to go back to driving. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah, you were mad because the levels were too long because you couldn't get them done at a stoplight. Exactly. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Makes sense. Yeah. To awesome. me, I think this game did. Oh well, I guess we can do the thumbs thing. Which I think I yeah, I think we're gonna conclude this one. I mean, this has been a nice little. This has been a Zen podcast. I don't know if anyone else is getting that vibe. I'm getting that vibe. Yeah, mm-hmm. no one fought each other. Like, <laughs> I know from I the dark it. days of the cat lady. I think it's hard to get like riled up over Donut County. I think it's like nearly impossible. <laughs> <laughs> Just didn't yeah, like the like most controversial how the raccoons statement. looked at me, and <laughs> <laughs> I have a, I have a terrible fear of of holes and of raccoons, so this game doesn't do it for me. But <laughs> no, um, yeah, I guess I can start. I think I would recommend this game to most people. Uh, like me, as kind of more of a hardcore gamer type person, I talk a lot about mechanics, and I like that. Um, and this game was still just really fun to me. Um, but I also know people who have never really played games much in their lives and they also really enjoy this game um you know don't expect a like hardcore experience don't expect like deep technical gameplay or like frame hacks and stuff like that except for i guess linnea did have frame hacks but you know that was a little bit of a special (laughs) special circumstance um i think i would recommend this game to most people it's fun and you can play it anywhere and it's a nice little self-contained experience. You can be done with it in not that very long, you know, about three hours, probably less. And it's, it's a good time. It's cute. It's well done. The writing is great. Everything fits together really well from the format to the text, like the writing to the visuals, like all of it meshes super well with every other piece. So I think it's just like a well done, complete piece of media. Nice. How, How many, many thumbs? Was it uh, six hundred thousand uh, four hundred ninety-two thumbs out of I won't say how many. That's okay. the same that you gave Human Fall Flat. <laughs> <laughs> These games are exactly the same. <laughs> um, yeah, I would agree with Adam. I would recommend this game to most people, um, except for the people who are super hardcore gamers like my brother i wouldn't recommend it to my brother um but like most other people like i feel like my grandma would enjoy this game um and you know other people who do play more games i mean like adam adam enjoys this game um so like if he hadn't played this game already i would have recommended it to him um yeah very nice um, you know, if you, I mean, yeah, you know, it's a guest appearance, you can do whatever you want, but if you want to fit with formula, formula is, uh, two thumbs up, thumbs up, neutral, thumbs down, two thumbs down. 
uh, in terms of your personal experience with this game, and you can obviously come in with context like you just did about how you'd recommend it to people, so that's great. But just your experience with this game. I would give it one and a half thumbs up because I did have God, that really weird bug. Listen, I had that weird bug, okay? And if I, like couldn't figure out how to power through it it would have just made the game impossible to play like literally impossible because there's no way that you can go to the next level without watching the cutscene. but other than that i thought it was a really solid game nice um i would give this game i think one thumb up but i i sit between i'm not willing to go and have some own system because god damn it <laughs> There's goddamn rules here. There are knuckles but, uh, for a reason, McCoy. Is that what they're for? <laughs> <laughs> but Your thumb doesn't really have that. How would you do that with a thumb? What do you mean? Half a thumb. You just bend it. right. Just angle. cut off half of your thumb. Oh, okay. You don't mean like knuckles like you would punch I mean, with, but you mean like halfway through the finger, right? I've got 600,000 yeah. thumbs, so, you know, we're fine. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You got a couple to spare. Did you share some? Anyways, um, yeah, I, I wait. Did, I don't know. did Linnea like, finish? Is... Yeah, I'm done. Oh wait, yeah, McCoy. Yeah, sorry, did. I'm like, <laughs> dude, me too, bro. Where am I? <laughs> Are you in Donut County? <laughs> dude, maybe I might honestly be below at the fire, and I'm just like, what happened to me, bro? And I'm trying to like piece it together. Like, well, let's see. I ordered a donut because I was kind of low on blood sugar, and then well, I heard Linnea just. She was uh, uh, defending her half a thumb, so then I somehow had this thought that she never actually said anything, and now it's come back to me. So I don't know where I am. I need to drink some water. (laughs) Are you doing her donut? (laughs) Yeah, yeah, Um, uh, yeah. I I feel like it's somewhere between. Like, yeah, I I think it's like a thumbs up experience. I'd recommend it to a lot of people. Absolutely. to me, I did find at times it like I bored of it, and I just thought, all right, yeah, it's cutesy, uh, and it is incredibly cohesive, and it has all these, like it feels like all the, all the, sort of pieces fit super well together to me, uh, except for sort of the gameplay slacking, and I just sort of, I don't know, you know, we tried to parse out why that is, but that's just how it it came off to me, but I still think that, I enjoyed it. I certainly enjoyed it. I just wasn't like fun in like a more like visceral sense but it was like nice cool this is cool i like what you're doing i like what you're doing all the way around this from start to finish you really thought this through it's super polished and that sort of experience that's super polished like that i feel like a lot of people can enjoy for me personally i i kind of sometimes need more than that but hey that's where you're at so cool nice uh yeah i'll give it one thumbs up as well um, I'll echo Linnea's sentiment in that I would definitely recommend this game, but it really depends heavily mm. on the audience. Like, I think after I played the first level, I immediately texted my mother and was like, Mom, you have to download this. This is like the kind of mobile game that you will love. And it did because that's, you know, that's the audience that I feel this game caters to. However, I wouldn't ever recommend this game to say my boyfriend who plays call of duty and such because i just don't think (laughs) uh swallowing up things with holes is really all that i don't think he'd be that much interested in a game like that 
he was watching over my shoulder. He thought it was cute, but he's like, yeah, I probably wouldn't play this. Um, but yeah, it's just kind of a difference in audiences. Um, like I said, just kind of wish the levels were a little bit longer, or at least that there were more levels. But I think to make a game as well written and well thought out as this game is, I can understand the length. I just kind of felt a little empty at the end, wishing that I could do more. Um, yeah, overall positive experience. All right. I think I would also give it one and a half thumbs up. I think that it's not quite a two thumbs up game, but I would recommend it to almost everybody as a mobile game. Um, I think it's fun, it's silly, it's enjoyable, and it, uh, you know, it, 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 the, the art was good, and it gets you a bunch of cute stickers that you can send text messages to people. So does it just get it to you by buying the app, or do you yeah. have to buy, like, mm-hmm. okay. Yep. Mm-hmm. It's just in the messages app now. How much is it on mobile, right? Because I feel like mobile is such a contentious space when it comes to prices. Everything's like free to play with five bucks transaction. Five bucks? Yep. Oh, it's so huh. fascinating because I, I'm i curious because on Switch, it's like, what, 15 or 20? Like it's a more appropriately priced Switch game. On PC, what is it, Adam? Do you know? It's like 10 or 12 or something like that. Okay. It's Yeah, it's in the same kind of range as Switch. Yeah. Okay. That makes a lot of sense. I feel like this game is like the perfect example of like we made it for all these different platforms and like made it appropriately priced at all these different platforms and play appropriate at all these different platforms and just sort of like fit on all of them. Yeah. So that's yeah. awesome. Well cool. We did it guys. Good for us, huh? Yeah. Awesome. Um, thank you all for being so flexible on timing. I mean I really appreciate that. Yeah, um, no worries. What are we playing next? I so made sure we, to just... I'm uh, oh, sorry, go ahead. What are we playing next? Oh, yeah. What the hell? <laughs> um, yeah, we're not done yet. <laughs> we're Craig, not free. Um, <laughs> okay. Yeah, what are we playing next? I have no idea. Whose turn, turn is it? James's it's turn. It's my turn? Yeah. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. <laughs> I didn't Quick know. Cut. Quick turn. cut! <laughs> uh, <clears throat> I, um wanted us to play a game <laughs> oh wow no all right um, neat 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 yeah yeah, yeah sounds um, great yeah exactly <laughs> <laughs> if you need if you do need more time like don't don't pick yeah, up the fly. no, no I, I honestly i had no idea it was my turn i'm really sorry okay um, that's okay well you just like texas man just like find out in the next hour yeah cool yeah and if you want recommendations, I've got a million games I want to make people play. And if I can just slide into your ear like one of those evil viziers and just like make you do what I want you to do, I'd be okay with that. Yeah, and Don't I'm like listen the... to the serpent, James. Oh Jesus! <laughs> <laughs> oh my God! I'd like to think it's like Adam's the devil on your shoulder, and I'll be like the angel because I can also give you recommendations, but I won't claim to do it in an evil way. It'll be only for the good of humanity. You won't claim to do it in an evil way, but it is. I'm not really sure what the... Well, anyway. Yes. (laughs) Well, sweet. Thank you all for coming. And thanks, Wanae, for being a guest. It was fun. We stopping? So we're hitting that stop button now, right? I think we're hitting the stop button now. All right.